Hello, this is William Anderson, and judging by the fact that you're listening to my voice right now, I'm guessing that you're having a little bit of trouble uh, falling asleep or getting back to sleep or something of the like. Um, the reason I know this is because the video or, you know, audio file, whatever have you, that you clicked on uh, was likely labeled something like William Anderson talks you to sleep or some other aptly creative name that I came up with uh, later along um, along this process. Um, it's Right now it's getting a little bit late for me. Um, right around, oh, I don't know, 10.30. You may say, oh, William, those are beginner numbers, but I'm starting to feel a little bit tired and um, whatever time it may be for you. Um, I'm guessing before too long you'll start to feel a little bit tired as well. Looking out my window, I'm kind of seeing some trees and a little bit of the street lights going by. I always like the trees around where I'm at. They're nice and big and tall. I can string up a hammock between them when it's nice and sunny, but not too hot, because when it gets too hot, it just makes it a bit uncomfortable. Lately around here it's been, oh, up around a hundred, and it's just not very pleasant, but it always makes me think fondly on the times when it wasn't this hot, and I can really look back and appreciate some of the times when I was warm and cozy, bundled up underneath a good blanket, and maybe a cup of hot cocoa in one hand, and maybe watching a movie with some friends or something like that, but I don't know. I usually think back to some time when I was laying nice in bed, uh, nice and warm and cozy, maybe watching something on my phone, maybe listening to something like you are now. I hope for your sake that it's not over a hundred degrees, and if it is, I am very sorry. I know that's no fun to sleep in at all, but if it's any consolation to you, I'll kind of describe to you how I like to hang in the hammock and kind of tell you about how it is, and maybe through visualizing that you can kind of convince yourself that it's not quite as hot and maybe drift off to a nice sound sleep. Just the other day I was stringing up a hammock, which can be a little bit difficult, especially when you're stringing it up by yourself because the rope's pretty long, the trees are pretty wide, so you have to kind of either try and wrap your arms around the tree or try and swing the rope around. And It always makes me think back to something that my dad used to say to kind of bug me as a kid that apparently in order to marry a woman back in ye olden days you had to be able to reach your hands around her waist, which made me wonder how big, you know, your hands had to be because that wasn't really realistic to human proportions. Um, so I always imagined that over time my hands would get really, really long, but, oh, I don't plan on getting married to a tree anytime soon, so I don't have to worry about my hands reaching around it. Um, though sometimes I try just because it's a little bit easier than trying to swing the rope around. Other times I just kind of throw it and 
walk around to the other side if I have a long enough rope and try and string it up that way. I usually, oh, I used to be a boy scout, but I usually don't get too fancy with the knots. I usually just do a knot like I would kind of tie a shoelace, you know, going, oh, wrapping one around the other and pulling it tight and making it into two big bunny ears. But I know that there's a fancier way that you can do it that's supposedly a bit better, but I've always done it with the two bunny ears, wrapping them around each other, and that's always worked just fine for me. Sometimes if I'm feeling fancy, I toss in a double knot there and it holds it together just fine. So I string up my hammock and, oh, you string up your hammock, get it all nice tied and tight, and you have to kind of stretch it across between the two trees that you picked out. It's nice and shady and it's warm, but it's, you know, a nice cooling warm that's just kind of envelops you and makes you feel kind of fuzzy inside. So you're walking over to the other tree, kind of maintaining tension on the hammock, and you do the same thing wrapping it around the tree, but you think to yourself it'd be silly to think about the whole wedding thing again, um, seeing as you're not a two-tree kind of person. Um, if you were to settle down, you'd really only want to settle down with one tree. Partially because uh, two trees is too much for any person, but... The other part of it is that you never get to know just one tree really well. And you know, there's something really nice about that, at least to my, at least to my reasoning. So you fling the rope around, you get it all tied up with your big bunny ears, and oh, pull it nice and tight. And then you kind of pull on each end to make sure it's set just right, so that it won't fall down and catch you off guard. Then you stretch your hammock out wide, and oh, then you just slowly climb in, maybe bounce a little bit to make sure it'll hold your weight over time. And then you lay back and kind of stare up at the treetops. And it's at this point when you're staring up at those nice green lush branches as it's in the early part of the summer, before all the bugs come out, but just when everything's burst into this nice, lush green, it's when you're looking up at those branches that you notice that there's this nice, cool breeze that's pushing right up against your hammock. And luckily you have a hammock that the breeze doesn't pierce through the hammock at all, and you stay nice and cozy. But the breeze kind of goes over the top and just whistles a little bit off of a couple trees in the distance to give you that nice ease and quiet. And so moving, oh, that breeze moving so strong starts to push on your hammock and just rocks you ever so gently. Um, and that ever so gentle rock as you go back and forth staring at those nice green blush branches overhead and it's just heavenly and it's you're just rocking back and forth and it's not too hot yeah maybe you took off your shirt but not didn't take off too much as to be indecent you know somebody might happen past and so you lay back and are swinging back and forth and 
you see a little squirrel up in those trees, and he's he's making some noises down at you. He's not too pleased with where you're at, but he seems to come around to it and kind of scurries around along the branches and see his big, boofy, uh, big, bushy tail that follows him around as he's jumping from limb to limb, and you partially just want to pet it. Um, they're such cute little critters, even if they're, even if they can be a bit of rascals at times, you know. I've seen some stuff of them, seen before, tearing into bird feeders and all that stuff, but they're real cute little critters when they're not being rascals. I guess you could say the same about kids to some degree, but I don't have any kids, so I can't say that from experience. And that little critter crawling up around the branches, you know, he's kind of calming down now, going off in the distance. And the branches are swaying just a little bit as you go back and forth and back and forth. And oh, it's just lovely out. Even if that's getting a little bit on the darker side, it just means that if you stare really intently at that bright, blue sky that you can make out a little bit of stars just peeking out over the horizon well it wouldn't quite be the horizon but maybe some kind of zenith I don't know I don't know astrological terms well enough to tell you when you're looking past lush branches in the sky what exactly the little bits that you make out as stars might be maybe you see a little bit of a moon Maybe you see a lot of a moon, if it's the right time of year for it, or the right time of the month, I guess. Because the right time of the month, the moon always likes to come and visit you during the daytime, even if it's not fully full. But it's always kind of funny to see it out in the daytime and kind of recognize, huh, you're not supposed to be here. But really, that's just our perception of it, the moon. The moon just kind of goes where it wants and belongs anywhere it goes. Kind of like people in that way, even if we pass judgment on them, you know. People belong, oh, for the most part, wherever they end up. So. But those little stars up that you're kind of seeing in the sky almost reminds me a little bit of those things that you see when you stare at something white for a little while those little little floaty things that kind of go back and forth I've always wondered if that's what people used to think spirits were but apparently those are actually like some kind of little imperfections that have come off into some fluid in your eyes which I found was really interesting when I was taking a class regarding some of that stuff and it always, I always found it really interesting, like, how does that stuff get in there, and why do sometimes I see more of it and less of it, and just kind of makes me wonder, you know, whether it's just our perception of it, or, oh, whether it's always there and we just don't notice it. Hard to say, but these guys in the star... These guys in the sky are definitely stars. Can't quite see them twinkle, but they're definitely just peeking through as the night, as the sky up above the 
nice blue turns a little bit darker. It's almost kind of a navy blue right now, and you can just barely see it between those nice lush green branches as the wind grows a little bit and pushes you a little bit more back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. At this point, you kind of look over the edge of your hammock and see that there's a little bit of a sunset over there. There's a bit of a clearing of trees and there's just this most beautiful auburn orangey red that you can kind of see just peeking over the horizon where that little bit of yellow is disappearing from the sun. It almost kind of looks like that part of the sky blushed a bit but you don't know what it would be embarrassed about because it's just so pretty. And so you kind of rock, you kind of relax back into the hammock and look back up at the branches and figure before it's too dark. You maybe get some reading in. You always feel like you should read more, but never quite, never quite have either the attention or the time or something for reading. Something just always kind of keeps you from it. And so you, but this time you're, you realize that you brought a book along and it's, oh, just what you're like right now. And it's just light out enough to make it out. And so you pull out your book and, oh, it's one of those novels that you always mean to read because it always sounds so nice. Some kind of a fantasy novel. Maybe something by... Uh, Oh, something to do with elves and dwarves, if that's your speed, or... Oh, maybe it's some kind of a sci-fi thing out in the stars that you see up above. But whatever it is, it's just perfect for what you want to read right now. As you're swaying back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth. And so you are able to just focus on the pages and feel the nice little leaflets of the paper in between your fingers as you hold the book in front of you. It's one of those books that just has that most amazing smell. I don't know what it is about old books, but there's just that certain smell to them. Apparently it's some kind of a, I think it's actually a documented phenomenon of a sort. Apparently it's just the right combination of organic material material that, uh, oh, something with it breathing or a long, slow decomposition. I'm not sure. It doesn't really make sense for it to be a decomposition, but apparently it's just the right set of stuff that it, uh, oh, it sounds, uh, it just smells wonderful. And the sound is, like I was saying, <laughs> that definitely wasn't me misspeaking. Um, certainly not. It was just me remembering the sound as you turn from page to page with the, oh, your fingers going on the page and feeling that nice paper and catching little, little whiffs of that smell of the old book as you go from page to page. But it's not quite overpowering enough to boot the scent of the fresh air from 
where you are hung up in your hammock. And occasionally you take a break from reading to let, relax your eyes and you look up and see those nice lush green branches and the now darkening blue sky with the little specks of white and little stars. You take a deep breath in and out and in and out and then you get back to your book and you just feel so relaxed it's all of the worries from the day are slowly shrugging off your shoulders and you slowly but surely lose yourself in that novel about the elves and dwarves or whoever it is in space or maybe you're into good hard philosophy of some kind and so as you read along before too much longer you realize it's getting a little bit dark to make off the uh, oh bits and pieces from the book but since this is such a nice spot in the hammock you close your book and just lay back and close your eyes as you swing back and forth and back and forth And just a little bit of a breeze that you can hear. Nice, warm, crisp breeze going through the trees. With just the slightest of a whistle. As you rock back and forth and back and forth. And before too long, you realize that your perception of rocking back and forth is slowly becoming a lot less noticeable because you realize that your thoughts are kind of drifting a little bit. And before too long, you realize that you're fully asleep and you've relaxed all the tension from your neck is released and shoulders and back and lower back and oh as the kids say buttocks even that's relaxed down there and then down to your thighs and lower leg and even your little toes you can feel the last remnants of stress popping out of your toes and floating up to those nice green lush branches and out to the stars where hopefully it finds some use. And as you're fully and completely relaxed, you drift off slowly but surely to sleep. And, and I hope that you're not too far away from the place that I'm describing, at least the sleep part. And hopefully, before too long, you can relax yourself as you look up and close your eyes and picture a nice, dark, lush sky and see those beautiful branches above. Alright, thank you for listening. My name is William Anderson, and I hope that you have a wonderful rest tonight and just sleep really well so that tomorrow morning you get up 
wide awake and full of energy and are the most productive you've felt in years. All right, sleep tight. <laughs>